This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Saving money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? You can't do the fire song. You're not allowed to. <laughs> like it. I'm a true American. I don't have any rules. Oh, yes, you I do. I kill whoever I want. Drone strike. Drone I'm strike. I'm standing my ground. I'm standing my Really? Ground. You think that that's appropriate? Hey, everybody. I'm standing my ground. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With me to the left. Stand your ground, Henry Zabrowski. I stand my ground. <laughs> that means I can do anything I want. That's right. Yeah, let's have a low center of gravity. That's right. That's ah. what people don't realize. That's what that law meant. George Zimmerman uh-huh. had a low legal center of gravity. Low. <laughs> he could not move off the ground, so he has to stand Can't the knock ground. Him all- yeah, he's a weeble wobble. He's a weeble right. wobble. He keeps going, man. And then I heard that he's going to take the gun that he used to kill Trayvon Martin. He's going to keep it for protection for himself. And I think that's... Good news. <laughs> good news. God good knows. News. He knows how to use it. That's good, wonderful. Good news going Stand on. Stand your ground, Henry Zabrowski. Well, speaking of crime. It's uh, the end times. It is the end tra- uh, <laughs> times. Of course, the Zimmerman one was so close. The Zimmerman uh, case was solved. But today we're going to discuss crimes that were not so solved. Some call them unsolved. Uh, 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 you know what? Stat. It is kind of a cool intro. Yeah. He's got a trench coat. Oh, oh. Oh, what's under your coat there, stack? Big old oh, dick. Oh. Big old dick. <laughs> it's my loopy penis. Loopy penis? Thanks, Robert Stack. This is great. Unsolved Mysteries. That was awesome. Um, loopy so penis. T- today we're going into, um, again, I, I want to say that these are some of the scarier crimes in the face of the planet because uh-huh. some of these people could still be out there. Oh, yeah, Looking definitely. for sweet, succulent Tit me. Don't be a prostitute. They want to shave it off like a bunch of ham. That's what they do to your breasts, ladies. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Like a bunch of deli ham. Put some pastrami on top of that and a nice little piece of Munster cheese. You mm. get yourself a four. You're just making me hungry. Yeah. All I've had this morning is a banana. Because I had a monkey's breakfast. <laughs> you did have a monkey's breakfast. By the way, I just want to uh, let everyone know listening at home, again, for the second episode in a row, Henry Zabrowski is shirtless. I am not going to wear a shirt until the summer is over. Okay. I'm I am going doing. to murder. What do you care? Because I have to stare at it. You're looking at me. I'm, I look like one of your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our first unsolved crime before we get into the monster that is Zodiac. Well, I would say a lot of these crimes, a lot of them happened 
before pre nineteen sixty nineteen seventy. Sure, most of these crimes did. And there's a very well, mostly because it's like cops are just. It's it's like there were nine hot dog squads going on That's around it. the country, all going like, whoa, hey, hey, Jeff. What do I do with the knife once I'm done cleaning it? You, you weren't supposed to clean it. Yeah, I was cutting it up for the company barbecue. There's a bunch of blood on it, and I knew for a fact everybody wanted apples and peanut butter for an early snack before lunch. <laughs> well, there is actually, you're closer to the truth than you may think. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> because before around like 19, the 1970s, 1980s, the term serial murderer, serial killer was not in the police lexicon. In fact, most police officers believed that it was almost impossible for a man or a woman to kill someone that they did not know. If there was the a murder. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire that, life. 1945, a man <laughs> right. named Adolf Hitler right. made a gigantic <laughs> auto industry, technically, and out of killing people he didn't know. Yeah. Unless you went around sending, like, get to know your cards. Right. And he, like, you know, it's just like, okay, Hattie likes, Hattie likes hockey. Hockey and You can kill her now. You can kill her now. That's good. How much information do you have to know about a person before you're like, I can murder you now. This is good. It's hat size and favorite color. That's it. Okay. Well, police believed that if there was a murder, then it was almost impossible for a stranger to kill them. So a lot of these serial murders, they didn't link them whatsoever. And in fact, hmm. BTK, for the longest time, they did not believe, despite there being evidence that these crimes were linked. They are like, nah, 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 they're not linked. Isn't it so bizarre, like, all these people falling off the... Uh Edge of the mountain with their balls in their mouths and then their <laughs> eyes, you know, carved with X's. Isn't that Especially weird? Especially BTK because he had they let the fucking panties stick to their head. Each one, he let they the all look the exact they had the cum all covered in it. Yeah, there's yeah. A, definitely <sighs> a pattern there. So I yeah, just, and so a lot of these it started murders, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't really until Bundy that they really started paying attention to patterns across the United States, and eventually popped in on these guys. Yeah. So there's a lot of these murders are like pre-1970. Okay. So let's start. On February 1946, Ooh. two young people, Jimmy Hollis and Mary Jean Larry, were parked on a secluded Bowie County Road outside Texarkana. They were forced out of the car by an armed man, his face hidden by a burlap sack with two slits for eyes. Mm. That's a precursor to our favorite that's coming up very soon. That's right. The assailant beat Hollis with the gun, cracking the young man's skull in two places. He then sexually assaulted Larry before fleeing when he saw the headlights of a car approaching. Both of these victims eventually recovered from their wounds. He used the gun (laughs) rope. This is the beginning of the Phantom of Texarkana. Now, this, well, co- that just sounds like a gay show tune, doesn't it? <laughs> the Phantom of Texarkana. Oh, also when known that Chattanooga as- Express comes into town, then we'll meet the Phantom of Texarkana. I mean, in his in the alien, the other name for it is no better. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders. I mean, it's terrible. But the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, I can kind of see as like a cute name for a bunch of people getting their fucking like pussies cored out of them. Like that would sure. be like a fun thing I could to see, read yeah. about. Right, sure. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. And to give you a little background, Texarkana is one of the worst places on earth. No, is this close to where you live? No, this is okay, this might as well be two states over. This is Ugh. right it's called Texarkana because half of it is in Texas and half of it is in Arkansas. Ugh. Paper mill. Smells like farts. Yeah. I worked there for a month doing construction when I was like 16. Awful place. Half Arkansas, only- half Texas? Ugh. Oh, my God. It's like East half Texas. puke, half 
goat butter. Hey, hey, Ooh, hey. I like hey, that hey, goat, hey, butter. Yeah, goat butter. Yeah, yeah. Goat butter. is the goat butter. That's yeah, good. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I'm just like saying. It. It's yeah. just, I mean, it's not used to that type of butter. Yeah. It's different. More details on more details on uh, the actual on the first assault is the man brought them out of the car and then told the boy like told the guy take your pants off. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> and so the guy's his calling card to take your pants off, murder it. And see, that's that's a good name. Yeah, I, I would be terrified by so that. So he just so the guy took his pants off down to his ankle. The guy hit him twice in the head, and uh, the woman was sexually assaulted. Although she does maintain that she was never raped. Okay. So, what do you mean? Like, he was just kissing her? Like, just grabbing at her. He just put down a blanket. (laughs) He had some red wine with him, some nice fromages. I'm not into... You know what? This is, like, the only the third worst state I've been on, but I didn't ask for it, Mm -hmm. so... So the so the man <laughs> they sat and they watched when Harry met Sally and then afterwards she was like I don't know if I like the way he held my hand it's a sexual assault <laughs> I agree I don't want to get Jezebel in our tail yep the next don't uh, <laughs> of course not get him out of here get him out of here it's good uh, any news is good news right that's right yeah gotta get those female bloggers to hate us won't be hard won't <laughs> be hard next up was Richard Griffin and Pollyanne Moore too busy falling in love with our voices <laughs> yes, yes I love female bloggers mm, only hello. two only two weeks later uh, Richard Griffin and Pollyanne Moore again on a secluded country road while they were making time out by the moonlight oh my man comes up with a 32 revolver brings them out of the car shoots them both in the head and then puts them back in the car did not sexually assault the woman but that he, time. did he like nail the dude's hands at 10 and 2 and then put the radio on <laughs> that would be good, yeah. <laughs> Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. It was 1946, uh, so it was like, oh, yeah, oh, well, a... That's a good Get song a to roll down a mountain dead to. Get a little thimble for your gal. Yeah. <laughs> Less than a month later, Paul Martin and Betty Jo Booker, a 15-year-old aspiring saxophonist who had just okay. played... <laughs> <laughs> who had just played a gig with her band, The Rhythm Airs. And later on would be loosely based on the character Lisa Simpson. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they were found murdered in their car. Again, Mary Jo, she was taken out of the car, raped, shot in the head, and then put back in the car. Her saxophone was found thrown from the car in a mud ditch where it stayed for months. <laughs> no respect for music. <laughs> Um, so now there is the I just end is the same guy, right? And the rhythm airs never played again. <laughs> Isn't that tragic? And they had a gig booked. I just imagine the same sort of mass killer like going through the village in New York and just like killing girls and throwing their ukuleles out Get into out the of street. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's the winsome ukulele player murderer. I would be happy if he did that. If there was a serial killer out there, then you're listening, please. The calling card is cute, sort of like dirty parody songs played on the ukulele. <laughs> Feel free. Take them out. Take them out. So they assume this is all the same guy. This is the same so, guy. Okay. And this is the time that the streets of Texarkana went fucking insane. Because okay. now you've got an assault and two and four murders. I just it's interesting like how you a can, month and a half. You can see him actually, like, the first one, he just beats him. Doesn't really do anything. Then finally he gets to killing, and then finally he gets to killing and raping. Like yeah. he's really figuring this out slowly. Well, that's, they all talk about it. Uh, Ted Bundy had an amazing quote, and he was talking about how the first time that you, uh, the first time you do a murder, you know where everything is and it's perfectly planned. The thirtieth time you do a murder, you forget where the lug wrench is. Yo, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I love that. That's a Ted Bundy joke. Yo, yo, that's yeah, that's him. <laughs> He understands, yeah, we all get sick of our job. You know, even we get lazy here on of last course. podcast. Of course. Actually, no, we don't. 
Because we respect our audience. We're not like Ted Bundy, who gave up 30 times in. Because we're 84 in. And I never forget where the fucking lug wrench is. And it's always right here in my big old greasy pocket. That's true, everybody. He keeps a lug wrench. Because I got a ham and cheese croissant in there as well. (laughs) So the town of Texarkana is going fucking nuts. People are shooting each other accidentally on a damn near weekly basis. Of course it is, because it's also probably one of the... It's like... The Gaza Strip, in terms of who's <laughs> yeah. got armaments on him at any given point. Oh. Yet old Bubba's got a fucking like Civil War cannon in his backyard going like, I'm going to get that phantom. <laughs> <laughs> and that there would was, be great. And people are building these like elaborate pots and pans booby traps <laughs> near their doors. The pots and pans booby traps. See, y'all, booby you traps, want to yeah. take a look over here is that I have put, um, if you notice... I've put an octagon of banana peels in front of my door frame <laughs> right. here, and then when he flips up, what I'm hoping is is that he slips on one of the various pots I could put in front of that, and that one of the pots ends up on his head, thus making him blind, and then I'll shoot him in the throat. <laughs> oh, wow. You could just shoot him to begin with. No, I like the sounds of a man falling through a bunch of pots and pans. It's, oh, okay. a, it's like a lullaby to me. Oh, all right, all right. What are you using to cook in your kitchen right now? All the pots and pans seem to be outside. I mean, old Bessie better fucking figure it out, or she's gonna get the pots and pan treatment herself. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure she will then. So the no city one wants the pots and pans treatment. <laughs> the city council set up a reward fund. It got up to over forty two hundred dollars. Oh wow! For all any and all information regarding er, <laughs> leading the to the arrest money. of yeah, the Phantom of Texas. Forty two hundred dollars, and you get all entitlement to Bessie Jackson. Oh, wow. I'm here to serve the community. (laughs) And so this is the point when the Texas Rangers get involved and send down Manuel Lone Wolf Gonzalez. Oh, cool. All right. This is an amazing story. Yeah. Is this not ever been made into a movie? It has. It was called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. The town. Oh that yes, sundown. it's supposed to be really good, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like kind of like a campy-ish, like but pretty good horror movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did anyone else? I was sure. saving that reveal for the end. Thanks, Henry. Damn it! <laughs> you blew it, Henry. You blew the whole goddamn thing. Did anybody else? I'm think- no Ira Glass. Well, thank God. <laughs> and so thank Gonzalez- God for that. Did anybody else picture Lorenzo Lamas from Renegade? Yeah, <laughs> I could I, see I, that. Right, the I lone kinda, wolf. I, you know who I I pictured the uh, fat sheriff from House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, different versions yeah. of the guy. Yeah, you, you're uh, looking more modern. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, I was looking at a handsome young Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> sure, <laughs> all three of these could work. Just a, do a uh, an amalgamation of all three of those characters. Amalgamation. Amalgamation. Yeah, so Gonzalez came into town and, uh, of course, fueled the hysteria because he's a fucking idiot. He went on the radio and said, uh, I've seen the Phantom and he's got wings. That uh, Texarkanians should, quote, oil up their guns and see if they're loaded, put them out of reach of children, do not use them unless it's necessary, but if you believe it is, do not hesitate. When asked what the advice he would give to the quiet the town's fear, he responded, I'd tell them to check the locks and bolt down their doors and get a double bell shotgun to take care of any intruder who tried to get in. This just okay. sounds like what's happening in Florida right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Stand your ground. And just so, in case any phantoms and everybody winks, the whole town winks at once and everyone uh, does quotation marks at once. Yeah. <laughs> and we so, know what they mean. We know so, what they're talking about. And so at this point, all of the murders are teenagers on Lover's, Lover's Lane. Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making out, necking. However, at this point, the cops are everywhere, but this man still feels the urge to kill. Man, and old Todd has got his blue balls up his fucking ass because he hasn't been able to go out to make out point with, with Terrible. Uh, Lucy anytime soon. I know it. So he goes out into the Starks 
ranch way outside of town. He goes, Virgil is sitting on his front porch. Katie's inside cooking dinner. Guy shows up. He shoots Virgil in the face twice. Katie goes out and sees it. She runs back inside. The uh, Texarkana Phantom shoots her in the face twice. She gets away, runs down the road to her sister's place, calls Mm. the cops, and the uh, Texarkana Phantom is never seen again. However, they do believe that at one point they did arrest the guy who was responsible. Uh, His name was, let's see here, Yellman. Yellman? Yellman? Yell. Sweeney, Yale, Sweeney, Yale, Sweeney, Yale, Sweeney. Yeah, yeah, they, little dumb boy, Yale, Sweeney did this. Yeah, he was uh, found because it was believed that the Texarkana Phantom would steal a car, commit the murder, and then dump the car. Mm. And Sweeney was found with a stolen car. There were some fingerprint, not fingerprint matches. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was linked to the crime. Toe when they went matches. to when they re- went to arrest <laughs> him, when they went to arrest he him, he left several of his wigs at the scene of the crime. Yes, <laughs> not my beautiful wigs. Oh, I don't want anyone to see how balding I am. Oh, I must be presentable. <laughs> the uh, Phantom of Texacana. Texa- Texa- when Texacana. his wife provided details of the murder, it's like my husband said that he did this. However, okay. a wife is not is not uh, required to testify against her husband in trial. So they never had any oh, yeah. evidence. So he never actually. That's a good fucking wife there. Yeah, yeah. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me 
to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do! Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. However, after he was arrested, the uh, murder stopped. However, some people in town claim that the murderer was rumored to be from a well-to-do Texarkana family. <laughs> Intriguing. Them <laughs> rich people up there, I guarantee it's them rich people up there on that hill. They're sending their sons down here to fucking murder us, kill our children. They just think we're a bunch of pigs and cows, and I'll have them know we're a bunch of goats and chickens. <laughs> I agree. So uh, what's the death toll uh, for this guy? What's the, what's the, the death total? toll on him is five. Five. But he attempted to do, what, seven? seven? Yeah. Five out of seven? Yeah, not that. Not, uh, not terrible. Not terrible. I mean, you shoot a girl twice in the face, you got to kill her. At the same time, I mean, you just ruined her dating life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because she's now too old Betsy for the rest of her life. I and agree. And she's like, nah, I got four holes. <laughs> I mean, somebody might be into it. Who knows? Yeah, so dude, yeah, just putting his dick in her other face hole. Yeah. <laughs> not letting it heal up. 
Um, well, that's wonderful. I love it. So let's see. Any other unsolved crimes? So let me quickly go into over my uh, a guy that I was researching, a guy called the X-Man of New Orleans. X-Man of New Orleans. Now, again, this sounds like some sort of blues player, but it's not. It's a man who killed Italian grocers in the early 1900s. But he hit him in the head with an axe. Okay, okay. (laughs) The thing was is that, so back in the day, so 1911, like, there's not a lot of, like, mostly what came out about this, like, unknown case is the fact that it was, like, the first time newspapers came out and talked about this idea of a dual personality like everyone was obsessed with uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde at the right. time because it had like just come out and like everyone was like kind of talking about that and, and in terms of people for the first time and the idea of a guy that could have two separate personalities right. essentially essentially because the X-Men wrote this like really ridiculous letter to the police which I'm going to read very soon but he just went he killed a couple of Italian grocers called mm-hmm. the Maggios um, they apparently then officially changed their name to the Machios, which uh, is how they eventually became, you know, Ralph, Ralph. Machio. Yeah. That, that's the family <laughs> sure. line. That's yeah, not true. Karate None things. of that's true. That's not true. But then he killed a Polish grocer and his mistress. He didn't really kill the. He killed the mistress. He didn't kill the dude. But the thing, this guy's got a real vendetta against grocers. I don't know what it is. I think that he was afraid of cantaloupes. I think that he was trying to get his sort of. I think he was starting the first Whole Foods, Um, and he was going against the corporate chills around him. Destroy Um, the competition. But the way I guess axes were made in 1911, that you could just hit a dude like three or four times in the head with an axe, and it would kind of just like hurt him. They were really dull. So uh, yeah. they didn't, he didn't die. He didn't split their heads open. He like it's like essentially like a big pointed hammer back in the day. Yeah, okay. he tried killing a pregnant woman and failed. Yes, he failed to kill Killed a pregnant a- woman. <laughs> yes, she he was failed eight to months kill- pregnant. Yeah, and he hit her in the head a bunch of times with an axe. <laughs> I mean, and it doesn't sound like an axe. It sounds like a muddler you could make guacamole with. I think, that's who, I think that's what they meant to call him was the muddler of the, New Orleans. Yeah, and the muddler of New, or, New yeah. Orleans. That's terrifying. Um, but the way he would the, – the common thing that linked him to all his crimes is that because Italians used to live like rats escaping from a sinking ship, sure. they all lived in wooden shanty houses. Right. So he would just, instead of breaking in, he just cut a hole in the back of the, of the house. So he just took like, an X-Acto knife and just like, made a door. Like made a door in the back of the house and go in. And it was like the first one, it was like the, the, the grocers that were killed, it was two bro- it was three brothers living with three brothers and then one of the brothers' wives. And they're all just mashed together in a fucking like, essentially a wooden tent. So it's like what it's as close as it, you could possibly get to like an Acme cartoon. Yes, like when Wiley like Coyote throws House. a. Yes, like when he throws a piece of like a, a black circle against a uh, against a wall and just <laughs> just creates an. He's the Wiley Coyote of North. <laughs> did he did he scalpel out a window to escape from? Well, he would do a lot of yeah. He would draw like a sort of for victims. How he killed his victims is that he would find a gigantic cave wall. Okay, and he would paint. Like a road going through it, like okay. it was like a sort of tunnel, you know, like yeah. on, the, on the other side, and they would just go in there and they would smash their fucking brains. So they did it on to the themselves. cave wall. Brilliant. No, no, no. He was just. But they suspect that he may have been kind of retarded. But I yeah. would like to. He read- was very bad at what he did. Oh, did yeah. he kill anybody? He killed a two-year-old girl. Yeah, he killed the one of the. He Not killed, tough. <laughs> he killed two people. Okay, and then the rest of it was just like. The Axeman's coming, and then they, like, because for a long time they thought that it was just mob-related killings, because right. back in 1900, early 1900s, New Orleans, the whole town was run by the mob, so they just thought this guy was just a mob hitman who sure. was just a moron, but then it turned out, like, you know, no, he's the Axeman in New Orleans, and he probably could He's a muddler. There's a lot of people who said that the muddler of New Orleans could have possibly been one of the 
richer sons of one of the wealthy members of society. Well, there. he's obviously an inbred. No doubt about that. Obviously. It's always this. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the com- this is the common uh, fucking, like, they're always just like, but maybe it's the nobility son. Well, I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. yeah All right. Well, let me read the letter. Yeah, let's read the Axeman uh, letter, the muddler letter here. And here I'm going to read it in proper uh, dialect of the time. New Orleans. Hail, March 13, 1919. Yeah, the mortal. They have never caught me. They near will. They have never seen me. I'm invisible. <laughs> Even as the ether that surrounds the earth, I'm not the airman being. But the spirit. <laughs> I'm reading along with you, and I can't understand what you're but saying. A spirit and a demon <laughs> from the hottest hell. I am what you Orleans and your foolish police call the Axe Man. He when named himself. Fit, you can't name yourself. He called himself. He's the, the muddler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the Axe Man. <laughs> when I see fear, I shall come and claim all the victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe. Be smeared with blood and brains of the he whom I have sent below to keep me a couple now. This man is wearing a cape made of a uh, made of a. Made I of hope a you sheet. like gumbo or Creole. That's not a part soup. of the letter. If you <laughs> wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. But tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born to incur the wrath of the Axeman. I'm the Axeman. <laughs> I'm the Axeman. Yeah, that Beep, is the thing. He's wearing an aluminum foil hat and a fucking blanket I don't think there's any right need of any such warning. For I feel sure the police will always dodge me, as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. Undubitably, you Orleanians think of me as the most horrible murderer. <laughs> which I am. But I could be much worse if I wanted to. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could slay... Thousands of your best citizens. Thousands. For I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Now to be exact at 12.15, earthly time. <laughs> what other time <laughs> is he talking about? Hell is time. His time. Okay. Hell's time. <laughs> On next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of Yaz music. And I <laughs> yes. swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going well, then so much the better for you people. One thing is certain is that, I, that some of your people who do not jazz it on Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Oh my goodness. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, it is about <laughs> time I leave your earthly home. I will cease my discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this and that it may go well with thee. I have been, am, and will be the worst spirit that ever existed, either in fact or realm of fancy. The Axeman. The Axeman did not wow. write that letter. 
<laughs> the muddler no, of New Orleans. There is no That's way in hell the Axeman wrote I think wrote it was that. written by Jared Logan. <laughs> That's it was correct. a dandy fop who wanted a jazz party on Tuesday. I think yes. it was some kind of like a sex saxophonist. <laughs> saxophonist. Jared sex fa- sex fascinist. Sex fascinist. Well, that's great. I love the axe man. And then, um, really quick, I, f- I read about another thing called the West Mesa Bone Collector, which I read about it, and I was so excited to learn about. It. I was mm. like, ooh, because they found eleven prostitutes and one fetus buried one in fetus. a field. And this is current. This is they found them in two thousand nine. This is two thousand nine, okay. and I was like, this is amazing. They were they were all involved in something with the the drug cartel. I was like, bone collector. Right. Why the fuck is this guy called the bone collector? You know, it's like, did he take the bones? He make it in a hat. Right. You know, that's why I want to read about. It's a heavy about. hat, though. So I googled West Mesa Bone Collector, and this is the first thing that came up was this video. Okay. It's the West Mesa Bone Collector. It sits above the manor. On a couple rusty nails. I just this song came up first. This song. Dang. It's some guy put it up as his English project and changes all the curse words on the on the actual video so that he could show it to his his class. A project I did for English that I thought I might as well go ahead and put on here. The song's called Granddaddy's Gone. What's it all about? <laughs> it's all about standing your ground yeah. And never letting anybody tell you What you need to do on your block That's right, good, good Your daddy's goose gone The whole time it's all talking about all the dudes And animals that granddaddy shot with his favorite gun It's right. a bit of a psychotic song I mean, it's yeah. uh, it, It's, you know, a gun <laughs> yeah. It's a love song to your I old mean, weird grandfather's gun. It would be cool if his grandfather was the Zodiac Killer. Granddaddy's call. That would be kind of fun. When he shoved inside my grandma there and he made me watch it all. Granddaddy's call. That's a great song. <laughs> and of course, there are plenty of other. So there's the Cleveland Torso murder. That guy is actually a fucking... Like a gri- kill twelve people. Yeah, yeah. I mean this if, guy. That guy's for real. That yeah, guy's that guy. Real. Like the Cleveland torso murdered. Uh, he killed twelve people. To and then he'd always do this thing where he'd like cut the head, the head and the arms and legs off, and like put them in a bunch of leaves and be like, you know, and yeah, then right underneath fun. it, like Russell, you know, and then like yeah. he'd nail them up to a wall and just be like art, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twelve real creative. Twelve confirmed victims. Only two of them were ever identified. All the rest of them were transients and hobos. Well, yeah, because they didn't have any heads, arms, or legs. Some Difficult. of them, about half, had their heads missing. Do about we have any belly buttons prints on this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's never been arrested before. Yeah. Sometimes he would de- he would cut him off at the torso, and then that's why he called the torso murder because right. he would take the legs and he would take the head and just kind of leave the torso and the arms for whatever <laughs> reason. It's kind of fun. Who knows ah, why? Fun, fun body to stumble over. <laughs> yeah, and there's, you know, it, it's suspected that, I mean, it could be, it, he could have killed like dozens Some sort more. of nobil- nobility son. Yeah, some say that it I'm could sure. have, some say it could be a nobility son, sonsman. <laughs> sonsman. Uh, it's also said that the torso murderer could have been the Black Dahlia murderer. Uh, and yeah, just it could have may have also been the no head no legs murderer because he <laughs> um, had no heads no legs. He yeah. also did the same thing, but it wasn't like torso specific. It was more about what he did with the heads and the legs. Right, yeah. right, right. He's also uh, rumored to be uh, the perpetrator of seventeen murders in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, referred to as the murder swamp killer. All uh, right. 
Yeah, you see, murder swamp. I guess I love. I love these unsolved crimes. Yeah, yeah and his other and his other alias is the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. That's great. See, yes. Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. That sounds like a, uh, a, a guy I can name. get behind. That's yeah, where definitely. a lot of his bodies were found. That okay. and, there in Jackass Hill. Jackass Hill. Jackass Hill. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Why do you even go there? Is that a makeout point? <laughs> hey, They're do- all- hey, Dolly, you want to come out to Jackass Hill? She's like, no, no. jackass. <laughs> I ain't going to have sex with you, jackass. They're all makeout points. Yeah, yeah of All course. of them are. And of course, there's the Chicago Tylenol murders. That's right. Or murders, which were absolutely never solved. I'm sure a lot of what us- was the, What was the story behind that? That is just like a guy just put uh, There's seven people died, and then- uh, yeah, just a dude put a bunch of poison and a bunch of Tylenol. And the thing is, we don't really have time to get into it now, but it's like uh, the cool thing is it completely changed America forever because now you have those fucking gel caps yeah, and you the, can't like open up anything. And it's like, which you know, it's I like love. Son of Sam made women change their haircuts for like a month. Yeah. But like he changed like every single time natural, you go to the Like pharmacy. national policy. Yeah, like national which I, policy, which is nuts. But that's the same that's thing too. T- it's just like, we can actually talk about that in a domestic terrorism episode. Well, it's the whole thing. It's like anybody could like, because you barely pay attention if the pop is capped, so the cap is popped when you get a sure. drink. So it's like anybody could stick a needle filled with AIDS into a Snapple. I don't know if that's how you transmit That's what you do. Tra- transmit AIDS. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you might want to get a Anybody could AIDS. take a bunch of AIDS germs and rub them on your pillows. Sure. And then you got. AIDS now. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think that's a possibility. Which is a livable disease. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And it's just rough. You just got to take a pill every day. It's hard. Yes, and hopefully that pill isn't uh, poisoned as well. Yeah. That would be a real and then, double doozy. And then very quickly, there's Bible John who killed women in Glasgow who were on their period. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> they called him Bible John because a girlfriend, of his, a girlfriend of one of the girls that he murdered met him, and he was just like... I know the law. He was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was like to quote Bible scriptures. Of course, over real boring fellow, really fun Definitely. guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, until you find out he was a murderer, and you're like, Bible John. Oh, I, I didn't can know he was so smell cool. their periods from here. <laughs> Kill him. Oh God, I just want to get some of that lady jam. Lady <laughs> up jam. In my nose. Rub that marmalade <laughs> on some toast. That's what they should call it from now on. Menstruation is now lady Mar- jam yeah. or marmalade. Marmalade. Thick it like is. Memories. Mamora, Mamorlade. All right, guys, I have to get out of here. Hail yourselves, everybody. All right. And fill me in about all the sweet information. All right. All right, love you guys. Hail yourselves. Talk to you later. Get out of here! I'm out of here. We don't need you! All right. Been at a go, so we don't get to fill your ears with the delicious, evil details of the Zodiac Killer and all of the delights that are brought along with the conspiracy theories as to who the man was and who the man Definitely wasn't. Who is all of all of San Francisco? <laughs> yes, everyone in the city of San Francisco. Although it could have been an avant-garde art project, it could have been Satanists. Could have it, been Satanists. It could have been the San Francisco Police Department playing a game on themselves. It, it could have been, been the Unabomber. It could have been MK Ultra. Literally. The deepest, darkest rabbit hole that I have ever experienced researching for last podcast. Next episode, we're covering the Zodiac exclusively. If you did it, if you're a listener who did it, fucking come on, you know, give it up. Yeah. Give us an exclusive. We know you're out there. Arthur Allen? He's dead. I'm sorry. He's very dead. I'll get into Arthur Allen yeah. later on. Um, don't get me started. All right. I won't blame the Satanists. 
Yeah. I read two things about Satanists talking about the Zodiac Killer, and they were both being like, he'd never be the type of trigger man they choose. It's more of a Prescott Bush that they would choose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I know, yes. We all want old evil men working for Satanists, but sometimes you gotta have a young buck. <laughs> Um, but thank you, guys. Uh, we will bring you uh, some Zodiac knowledge next week. Too much. Too much. Algeen. I literally didn't sleep last night. <laughs> How much information was rolling around in my head. I didn't sleep the night before. Heil me! Goodbye. Megustalation. Megustalation. Oh, and happy birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday from all of us. Goodbye.